Hello and good evening, listeners. Welcome to Face Reality. My name is Irvin Hill, and I will be your host this evening. I hope everyone is having a blessed day or everyone is healthy with a sound mind and uh, a mindset of having God first in your life, uh, that you are always going to uh, walk in his statue and uh, continuously to pray without faint and continuously to repent and not do those things again that will hinder your relationship with God and uh, that your extended family as well uh, is on that same route, that same route, that same path. Uh, charity starts at home and that's where the teaching begins. Uh, you know, it, it says, uh, spat a rod, spoil the child. So it begins with grabbing hold to our kids while they're small and teaching of God to them while you're walking with them, while you're laying down with them, you talk about God. And once we do that, we're going to instill God in them. And that's what they're going to be talking about. And that's what God wants us and our kids to be talking about him from generation to generation. And I, I want to talk a little bit about uh, restores again, because uh, we all have one time or another have walked away from God. And we have done some things that uh, a lot of us not proud of. And uh, we need to be restored again. And uh, the only way that's going to happen is coming back to God. And many of us uh, are slaves to uh, sin. And when you're a slave to sin, that is your master. And that is who you're going to listen to. That's who you're not going to resist. So what you feed the most is what's going to control you. And that's what's going to lead to your actions. Uh, without do furthermore on that, let's move on to, let's talk about more about restore us again. Most of us are probably familiar, a lot of us are familiar with uh, the book of Amos. And, uh, you know, we're still talking about Israel, but talking about Israel is, is just like talking about us today because we're doing some of the same things that Israel did. We walked away from God. They walked away from God. We put other things before God. He tells us there's no other God before him, but we still, still put other things before him. And as long as things are going good, we're not calling on him. But as soon as things are going bad, we want to call on him. But what happened to those gods that you chose before him? Why are you not calling on them? You put your faith in something that, that has no profit at all, that can't talk back to you, can't do anything for you. But we that's where we put our trust in. This is where we go so wrong at. So let's dive into uh, Amos a little bit here. In Amos 9, the prophet chronicles how Israel lost his original relationship with God because they continually and willingly sinned provoking him to anger and judgment. Their worship was com compla complacent. Their business practices were unjust. Their social and moral values were almost non-existent. Their government was corrupt and equal rights for the poor were absent. Amos tells us of Israel's coming punishment, death, destruction, and exile. 
because of its sin. Wow, does that sound for me today? You know, unjust, the sin that's running rampant throughout, not just at home, but also the sanctuary, the church. The church has been destroyed because of sin, because of greed. It's been infiltrated in every way that you can think of. All four corners of the church has been infiltrated, not as a whole, because Christ told us. He told us. That on this rock, he will build his church. And the gates of hell will not prevail against it. So it's not the whole church. It's individuals here and there. Because the gates of hell will never, never prevail against it. But it will attack those that are not true believers. And it's going to begin with the sanctuary, the pulpit. And then once it, once it infiltrates the pulpit, then the rest of the church is going to be infiltrated as well. Let's move on. Was there any hope for Israel? Yes, it was. Their hope was in the, the, the mercy of the old God. Israel appealed to God in its crisis. Its repentance moved God to throw out its oppressors. He revived Israel's character and restored its peace. In the inner city today, traditional family life is breaking down. In the days past, we may have been poor, but we had Christ, love, and family values. The church formed a hub of the community, and people respect the law. But now we see drug-infested homes, churches indifferent to their communities, problems, government, injustice, and sometimes abusive law enforcement. That's really happening. And the church... Uh, it is so important in the community. And if the church is not involved in the community, just take a look around in your area when the church is not involved and holding leaders accountable for their actions and speaking against injustice. Look what happens. Your corner stores, people standing around, drinking, drugs being pushed, uh, no respect for the elders. I, know I remember coming up as a kid, you know, respect was there for the elder. Now today, there is no respect for the elders. There's no respect for the church. Why is that? For various reasons. And, and that's another topic that we can get into. Uh, let's move on. Is there any hope for our community? Yes, our hope is in the grace of God. When people repent, turn to God and seek him and seek him in prayer. He restores them. When the church prays, God restore the culture. We, when we make God the center of our lives, his spirit living within us will help us restore our homes, church, and communities. When we seek God in prayer, he will restore us again. He is the same God who promised in that day will I raise up the tabernacle of David that is the fallen and close up the breaches up thereof. And I will raise up his ruins and I will build it as the days of old. 
you'll find at Amos 9 through 11. So we can be restored, but only through repentance, only through going to God and laying it all out on the table before him. All our grief, all our problems, let it go, give it to God and step out of the way and watch salvation take place. But we are all that fell short and sin the glory of God. And no one can point the finger at the next person. In God's eyes, we're filthy rags. But we have opportunities to be cleaned up. And as adults and as humans, we have a lot of flaws. We can go get our hair cut so we can look good. We can clean our cars so they can look good. We can clean our house so we know gas is gonna come over. We're gonna make sure everything is in order just so we have that good appearance before men. But is our house really in order? But when they enter, it's dirty. We do all these things, but we leave the inner part filthy. So self-inventory that we need to take a look at ourselves, self, look in the mirror at ourselves. The word of God is the true mirror. And we can overcome these things that are obstacles in our lives. And don't fall for the two things that are basically Satan's most powerful weapon. Number one, deception. Number two, is using the power of lust. Those two things are used very often and we fall for it. When we have the opportunity to basically not fall for those opportunities by staying close to the word of God, trusting and believing him, we can do those things if we want to. But if we choose the earthly way, the world, and the world is the enemy of God. But when we pray, things happen. We just have to believe. Many of us are believers, and there are many non-believers. But we wouldn't put here for the sake of ourselves, but for the sake of one another. So we should be praying for one another. And let's, I'm going to end this with a prayer. And uh, I'm looking forward to uh, doing more on repentance and the heart. Uh, so much to talk about. And I'm looking forward to going extremely deep uh, about certain topics that's not happening in church and, and not happening in the home that we can turn things around. Uh, and in the future, I'm looking forward to having guests uh, on this podcast that uh, will enlighten a lot more on deeper subjects because the deeper we go into the word of God, the deeper it takes us. So we can't be lazy Christians or claiming to be Christians, but we're not studying, we're not reading, but we do find time to watch the television for hours. We all are guilty that one time or another, and some of us are still guilty of that. But there's nothing in this world that's not in this Bible, from murder to rape, sodomizing, killing, 
is there. So listeners, I'm going to end with this right here at this prayer. Lord, help me to bring this rebellious nature into subject, subjection, I mean, and be reconciled to my family, my community, my church, but most of all, to you. And our Lord Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, in Jesus' mighty name, we pray. And listeners, I thank you for your time, because this has been my time. I'm looking forward to the next episode, and I uh, be sure to hit the notification bell. Be sure to uh, leave a voice message, and uh, I will get back with you. And uh, looking forward to hearing from you. God bless. This has been my time. Have a great evening.